Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. My duty is to inform you, not to convince you, in the words of St. Bernadette. This is going to be episode 50, and it, I'm about to do the uh, readings for Easter Saturday. We're uh, almost one week into Easter. So let's start off in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> The entrance antiphon is going to be from Psalm 105, verse 43. The Lord brought out his people with joy, his chosen ones with shouts of rejoicing. Alleluia. And we'll go into the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High. Lord Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And we'll go back to the uh, week. We're going to do the liturgical readings. The prayer. O God, who by the abundance of your grace gave increase to the people who believe in you, look with favor on those who have chosen and clothe with blessed immortality. Those reborn through the sacrament of baptism, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> the first reading is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 13 to 21. It is impossible for us not to speak about what we have seen and heard. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Observing the boldness of Peter and John, and perceiving them to be uneducated, ordinary men, the, the, leader, the leaders, the elders and the scribes, were amazed, and they recognized them as the companions of Jesus. Then, when they saw the man who had been cured standing there with them, they could say nothing in reply. So they ordered them to leave the Sanhedrin, and conferred with one another, saying, What are we to do with these men? Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that a remarkable sign was done through them, and we cannot deny it, but so that it may not be uh, spread any further among the people. Let us give them a stern warning, never again to speak to anyone in this name. <clears throat> they called them back and ordered them not to speak or to teach at all in the name of Jesus. Peter and John, however, said to them in reply, Whether it is right in the sight of God for us to obey you rather than God, you be the judge. It is impossible for us not to speak about what we have seen and heard. After threatening them further, they released them, finding no way to punish them on account of the people who were all praising God for what had happened. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
our responsorial psalm is going to be a Psalm 118, uh, verse 1 and 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, and 21. And the responsorial is going to be, I will give thanks to you for you have answered me. I'll combine it with the Alleluia. So let's begin. I will give thanks to you for you have answered me. Alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. The joyful shout of victory in the tents of the just. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. Alleluia. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Though the Lord has indeed chastised me, yet he has not delivered me to death. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. Alleluia. Open to me the gates of justice. I will enter them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The just shall enter it. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me and have been my Savior. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. Alleluia. The Alleluia Antiphon. Alleluia, Alleluia. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Alleluia, Alleluia. It's taken from Psalm 118, verse 24. And the gospel reading is from St. Mark, chapter 16, verse 9 to 15. Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, Lord Jesus. When Jesus had risen early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told his companions who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them walking along on their way to the country. They returned and told the others, but they did not believe them either. But later, as the eleven were at table, he appeared to them and rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had been raised. He said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The most amazing thing about the gospels is um, a lot of people try to find, especially those who really, really have a hard time accepting the testimony of the gospels. Um, It's interesting that in the case, there's a, a film you can actually look it up, A Case for Christ. The um, uh, the, the gentleman in the, in the movie, an evangelical Christian, now he's a pastor. He was actually a reporter, a journalist. Actually interviewed um, a lot of people. Uh, one of them happened to be a Catholic priest. And... I actually appreciated that in the film because he went to this beautiful, beautiful um, church. I don't know if it's a basilica or a cathedral. I have to check out the movie again. And the reason why it drove him, because 
there's a scene in the film where their daughter, they were at an Italian restaurant, I believe, and the little girl wanted to get something from a, a, a vending machine, a, one of those little candy ball machines. And she got a, a gumball and it was too big and she swallowed it and she started choking. And it was right in front of the people that were sitting, you know, and this, everybody was getting panicking. The parents were out losing it. And this um, lady, a nurse, took their daughter. She put her, their daughter face down on her lap and put pressure on her back, which was like, you know, to help her cough out the gum, and she did. And the mom was so grateful that the nurse was there, and the nurse expressed strong faith in Christ. She, The nurse believed that she was meant to be there, that the Lord had her there to, to help. The husband was very offended by that for some reason. He was, I mean, he didn't, he, he just didn't respond. He was very hostile to the woman's, uh, um, you know, expression of faith. It made the mom uh, really believe, his wife, really believe in, in, in the fact that God intended this. I mean, how else? I mean, she was appreciative. Their child was saved. Her child was, you know, didn't die. It could have been very tragic. This caused the man to be very, very offended by his wife's desire to want to believe, to, to, to show reception for the gospel. She was very receptive. And she started really uh, a journey to, to becoming a believer in Jesus Christ. They, they didn't become Catholic, but still they're Christian. And... Later on, he wanted to try to prove to his wife that Christianity is a fraud. And he started interviewing all these scholars. And that's the most amazing thing. He grabbed hold of this and wouldn't let go. It kept on pulling him and pulling him and pulling him. And he interviewed this priest who was an archaeologist. And it was digging in the dirt digging down to the past that brought the priest brought the man to becoming a priest the past the the saga the legacy of the past the the monumentalness of the past brought him into his life as a priest and that was an amazing thing for him and I totally agree. Uh, he showed him a copy of the Iliad. It was his. It was one. It was one of the one of his personal collection. The the priest's personal collection. In the case for Christ, the Iliad was like the 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 holy book of the past. It was the holy book of the pagan world, the Romans and the Greeks. It was their um, rules to live by. And it, there was, there isn't a lot of copies of, of the, of the Iliad, but then he showed him a copy of, of gospel. I can't remember if it was the gospel of Matthew or John, but he had, but it was far more copies of the gospel circulated 
throughout the ancient world. Copies were constantly made. And even though one of the things, he, he interviewed a, a forensic doctor who told him that everybody knows that the man who died on the cross was Jesus of Nazareth. Doctors, many scientists, doctors, forensic scientists all agree that Jesus of Nazareth died on the cross. And many of them have done medical studies. His death is the most documented death than anything else in the world. The, the Shroud of Turin is one of the most studied artifacts, relics, to this very day. NASA has put it through a computer. Uh, the image on there, some people wanted to believe this Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci uh, was on that shroud. It's not. I mean, there's even some people who want to believe that the Mona Lisa is a, a feminine version of Leonardo da Vinci. Good luck with that. But still, this monumental figure changed the whole world. His death, his resurrection, and then we go back to his birth. This monumental figure will not disappear. He's a subject matter that is still talked about, a subject matter that is debated, a monumental figure that you cannot ignore. Atheists are obsessed with him. Uh, people, wise men, come and bow on their knees. Everyone comes to the cross. Everyone comes to the resurrection. Everyone comes to Jesus. Sooner or later, you're going to bow to him. Love him or hate him, you're going to bow your knees. And that is, is not going to stop. And it's amazing. Even the, the blood on the shroud, it still looks red. And the reason why is because his body emanates this chemical. Once the body starts breaking down, it emanates the chemical. But the fact is, how did this image get on there? How did this image? And they say it had to be at least three or four electric uh, power grids that power three or four football fields, even more, something like 70 or maybe 100 trillion or even far more than that. And yet this piece of cloth did not get incinerated, did not get completely burned out. The image of this man on there is a is like a photo. Computers can lift this image up and they can make a 3D image of it, a perfect 3D image. They even made a perfect 3D carved image, sculpture of the man. They found... Two Roman, they found Roman coins on his eyelids, which were minted by Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate being the governor and sort of like a, a pontiff in Jerusalem, because there wasn't enough Roman currency, he can make sort of like a, a governor currency that you that you can use. And they placed it on his eyelids. That's a that's a sign of respect. And then they found in in this 3D image. 
pieces of thorns in his hair. They found they could actually regenerate, create the, the image of the basket of thorns that they, that was the crown of thorns that were placed on his head. It was more like a like a hat, a, thor, a, a cap, and they can actually see the the his thumbs have been locked because of the nail prints. The Romans were very good at putting nail prints, knowing how to how to drive them through without killing the man. It locked his thumb like you would lock a, a, a piano key that's got locked or stuck because it, it, it went right through. It's, it's just impossible to ignore. And yet, here we are 2,000 years later talking about him. And it's no doubt that something changed these men, these apostles. Something changed everything. No one would go out of their way for a dead man. And no, they didn't have a community hallucination about his resurrection. Drug addicts do not share the same hallucination. People who mourn do not share the same hallucination. People who get, dr uh, get drunk do not share the same hallucination. Nobody mourns and, and creates their own hallucination. Jesus of Nazareth came out of that tomb, resurrected, and proved himself to be God. That's all I have to say. So, um, let's end it with this here. I'm going to read the prayer over the offerings, communion antipon. Grant we pray, O Lord, that we may always find delight in these paschal mysteries, so that the renewal constantly work within us. May, by the cause of our unending joy, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, please, uh, we pray for all the people who are suffering because of the coronavirus, we pray that it may end. We pray that your church may come out of this stronger and more powerful than before. We pray for the conversion of souls, and we pray for the health of all the people who have been affected by it. We pray for the financial difficulties that all the people are suffering. We pray for our government leaders to be wise and make the right choices. In Jesus' name, amen. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you who were pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their flesh the incorruptibility glory of the resurrection through Christ our Lord. Thank you, and uh, I'll get back again with you guys, all right? So God bless, and remember, um, we can inform people, but it's not our responsibility to convince them. That's, we leave that to the Holy Spirit. All right, God bless in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.